Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, you buy directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com. Takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, hope you're having a great day. Be sure and listen to me on Straight Hustling. This is Susan Holmes McKagan. Welcome back to Nashville Straight Hustle, and this is Dick Darren. Our guest today is going to be Susan Holmes McKagan, international model, swimsuit designer, and wife of bass player Duff McKagan. Everybody knows Duff, Velvet Revolver, Guns N' Roses, man, some freaking awesome damn music. So she's going to come on, talk about uh, swimsuits, Sports Illustrated, how she got her start in modeling, what's going on in the McKagan household, does she drink Duff beer? We all want to know. So let's get Susan on the phone and see what's going on. Susan, get your hustle on. Hello? Hello? Can you hear us? Hi. Okay, now I can hear you. Oh, okay. Say exactly where you are. Don't move or something. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. This is Dick Darren from Straight Hustling, and I have Stu with me. Hello, Susan. Hi. All right. Well, great. I wanted to thank you for coming on, and we haven't spoken to you before, so we're really interested in your story. and and want to find out what you're currently doing, but also kind of, uh, you know, how things begun for you, how you got started in modeling and things like that. Uh, well, thanks for having me. It's um, a nice uh, opportunity for me to speak to you, and thanks so much. And um, let's see, um, how did I start modeling? Um, <laughs> that's a good question, honestly, because, you know, with the popularity of these, these TV shows nowadays, like America's Next Top Model and... And, uh, you know, I have two teenage daughters. I know they always are intrigued by that world. It's somewhat uh, mysterious, I guess, or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I got started because, um, let's see, I started because my older sister, Cynthia, uh, used to model. And I, of course, looked up to her because she's my big sister. And then one time my mom and I went to New York on a fun trip. Um, my aunt was living in New Jersey at the time, so we did, like, the Big Apple trip the first time ever. And um, I was sitting in a restaurant because we went to see a Broadway show and then grab a bite to eat. And we were at this really cool... It was, like, our special mom-daughter night out, and we went to go eat a cool dinner. And then at the table next to us was um, Jodie Foster, you know? Oh, cool. and actress and um and she was dining with this amazing photographer named Marco Glaviano at the time and I don't know I guess he saw like I got up and I was tall and 
maybe had the modeling chops or something. And he's like, excuse me, are you a model? And if you're not, can you please, um, I'd love for you to go see Eileen Ford, uh, her agency tomorrow. And please tell her that I sent you. Cause he saw like every cover of, you know, bizarre magazine and a lot of sports illustrated swimsuit stuff. And oh, yeah. just an amazing, uh, photographer. So it was really um, I was really thrilled, obviously, sure. <laughs> but that happened to me. That was really cool because I only done local stuff in San Diego where I went to high school. So you're kind of in the right place at the right time. Sounds yeah, like. I was very, very lucky. You yeah, know, like, man, are you kidding awesome. me? I was, you know, I think 16 years old. What did your parents think of that at the same time? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. Well, my parents are both educators, and actually, I see that you're in Nashville. My dad actually lives in Tennessee also. Oh, Beautiful cool. state, by the way. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, great people. Um, but it, that's not their world at all. My parents are, like, educators. <laughs> and their method of thinking, you know, for their kids is, you know, yeah, it's cool to maybe have been blessed with, like, long legs or <laughs> some modeling talent, but, like, you know. Yeah. You, the minute you walk in a room, you already have a leg up. Why not, you know, bring some, you know, brains with that, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better way to put it. You know what I mean? Sure. They, okay. they, you know, they're educators. My dad's like a Ph.D., you know, he's a Fulbright scholar, you know, like worked at the U.N. You know, my mom also always has helped um, kids with learning needs, special needs to read and English teacher. So, like, my background is total... I was a black sheep, 100 percent in my family. Yeah. <laughs> I guess having uh, Jody Foster there too kind of legitimized it. That was yeah, cool. yeah, that helped. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was cool. But I also went to you know a Catholic school, schools all my life, very strict schools. So you know what they say about those Catholic girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, I grew up wearing uniforms, so I was just always, I guess deprived from anything fashion or glamour or excitement or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, of course, you know, when you're more suppressed from something, you want it more, I guess. Yeah, so um, you just went after it then, after you got the opportunity, yeah. Yeah, it was my way out of the, out of the, you know, that, that you know, kind mm -hmm. of same old world, and I knew I didn't want to grow up and be a teacher. Yeah, something exciting. I just saw my parents sleeve away and get paid nothing, and you know that's you what do I'm doing now. <laughs> that's what I'm doing now, slaving away and not getting paid anything. It's terrible. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> tough. It's it's uh, I mean, first and foremost, I think it's most important to go with what you're passionate about. So if you enjoy what you do, I'll carry you through, and then hopefully, you know, that'll build and only grow stronger and stronger into the thing your final goal is. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, you got to be happy. You got to love what you do, right? <laughs> That's right. How hard is it nowadays to break it into the fashion uh, industry modeling? I see there's so many agencies out there nowadays, and I see a lot of them that, that uh, want you to pay to, to actually get an opportunity to model. And do you know Yeah, be careful that? of that. That's a good, good uh, thing to bring up because there's a lot of fake agencies and, and managers and all that stuff. This is what you should do. I'd invite, advise any aspiring models. Um, you just, you know, look up 
top modeling agencies in your city, and there's usually at least, you know, two or three, and then they have what's called open call days, and you go in. You don't even have to have fancy professional pictures. They just want to see you, and they're able to tell, I think. They want to see, like, a blank slate kind of canvas. Mm -hmm. And just going very simple and going on those open, legitimate modeling call agents, you know, modeling call days at the agencies. And you know what? It took, I didn't get accepted right away. I mean, I had Eileen Ford want me to move there to New York City at 16, but see, my parents were like, there's no way we're going to let our baby move to New York City at 16. Are you kidding me? You know, so I had to finish high school and I just modeled locally. And then once I graduated, you know, they couldn't really do anything. So, but, you know, everybody's got their opinion. Everyone has their eye. Different fads come and go. Your look might be hot one minute, something else the next, you know. Mm -hmm. So don't ever take anything personal and just um, keep keep seeking other people's advice or opinions because, I mean, it's just an opinion. Yeah, right. <laughs> On someone's looks, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I know these young girls, though, because they get very, you know, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> because, honestly, all types of beauty is, is literally, there's, you can find a niche that works for your type of look or fit, you know? So there's hope for me. Yeah, exactly. There is. <laughs> I can start my modeling career. All right. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. What about your uh, clothing design? Do you have you always liked designing clothing? Is is it just swimsuits, or have you, have you uh, designed other clothing also? Um, let's see. Well, I think I growing up in San Diego, I was always at the beach, and um, it was just kind of a natural transgression because I was kind of a beach chick growing up, and then you know worked with all these amazing fashion designers in Paris and New York and London and that was a really cool opportunity but then I would even like sew my own clothes and stuff in high school and learned how to make patterns and and the process from working behind the scenes with the designers as a model to like learning from other people friends um that did that. So I just did whatever I could to figure out the chops to make it work. Uh-huh. And when I was pregnant with my first daughter, Grace, you know, I was modeling as much because, you know, <laughs> very pregnant. So I thought, okay, well, this is maybe a good opportunity for me to further pursue, you know, some other um, endeavors like being on the other side of the fence in, in that world. Uh-huh. I'd learned and seen so much. And I just enjoyed it. So I I didn't know what to expect. I just figured out a few things. I started a business license. Um, I made patterns. I started with a few simple swimsuits. And then I um, went to a couple stores. I mean, that's hard. That's as hard as mo- that's harder than modeling. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone wants to be a fashion designer now, too. I mean, yeah. that's a very uh, saturated yeah. field, trust me. So I'm wondering, it's like, how do you even get your your uh, designs in front of somebody that can even matter? There's so many people now trying yeah. to create things. Yeah, it's like anything. It's like perseverance, right? Like trying to get interviews with people and knock them down, you know, all that stuff. It's the same thing. You just have to be tenacious. And um, I think if you have talent and you're, you keep per, um, going after it and um, 
you know, you're going to get some people saying no, but, you know, yeah. try 10 times, you'll get one. Yeah, <laughs> try. it's a numbers <laughs> thing. Yeah. Put enough stuff against the wall, something's going to stick, right? <laughs> Don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, how about your bikini you had in the Sports Illustrated with the guitar picks? Did you actually design that one, or was that by? Yeah, yeah, oh, that was, thank you for awesome. um, knowing incredible. that. That was one of my highlight suits. I've actually been designing swimwear, like I said, since I was pregnant with my first daughter, so that was uh, 96, 1996, and um, I've been, God, I've been in Sports Illustrated every year for like, I don't know, over a decade. I work a lot with them, and um, so I did one, it was like the rock, or it was a music issue, because Beyonce was on the cover, so I like to do special, cool pieces for them, like custom pieces, yeah. and um, yeah, it was crazy, because I was working on, I got all these guitar picks from uh, Dunlop, I think makes them, Duff's com- Duff and Flash's company, and um, Duff came home one day, and he's like, found me, and I'm like, with this drill, with this small drill bit, like <laughs> drilling guitar picks, <laughs> you lost your mind, <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, I'm making a bikini, honey. That's awesome. So, <laughs> Yeah, it only took eight hours or eight days by hand, you know, methodically drilling all these little teeny tiny holes and all the picks and then um, assembling, uh, you know, kind of like a chain mail style, very 60s vibe, um, the suit and then fitting them on and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Do you still like have that? Hair. Sorry? Do you still have that swimsuit? Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I've made that suit twice <laughs> for them. Once was for, um, uh, with the, with the, actually it was with the Velvet Revolver guitar picks. It was Duff Flash and Dave Kushner from the band. And it had like their, you know, the guitar pick, it had their cool signatures on them and the uh-huh. colors were black, white, and yellow. And then they had a special issue and they commissioned me to make it again, but they wanted to do it on the body painting series. Where they, oh, okay. And they wanted to paint S.I. on all the pics <laughs> instead of, you know, so it'd be their own logo. Yeah. I swear to God, I don't know what it is with that suit. Like, because it just always goes missing. I don't know. I loaned it out <laughs> for very specific editorial stuff. And I, I know it's been on other covers, of, you know, like Ocean Drive magazine and some other good Maxim magazine. And, like, you know, I just, I don't know. Now... You know, when I make it again, I'm just not going to let it leave the house. <laughs> Let's just call it that way. I'm not, blaming, a... I'm not pointing a finger at anyone, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You'll have to get one of them. Very coveted item for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to get a list and have them check, sign out for it. So you yeah, know who has it. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> have to do a hologram version. Here, I'll zap it through you. To your, so, I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, no guitar, guitar pick uh, bikinis for men, huh? You never got around to that. I know, right? That'll be the next one, for sure. That'll be, that'll be cool. Gotta, yeah, you guys got to do, you and Duff got to do one together wearing both the guitar <laughs> yeah. bikinis. Like, forget the Borat onesie, right? We can come up with a, a new, improved, conversational piece one uh, up there, for sure, yeah. Do you think he'd be down for that? Uh, Duff's down for whatever. He's a good sport. He might hesitate, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> Uh, how did you guys come together? How did you guys meet? Yeah, that's funny. That's like probably the number one question people always want to know about us. Um, <laughs> let's see. We met through a mutual friend of ours whose name is Stain, a.k.a. John Stainbrook. 
he's um, this really cool kind of punk rock politician guy. Because um, I'm originally from the Midwest, small town, and um, my sister is there because she met and married her husband there, who happened to be like the first black mayor of Toledo, Ohio. So he was the city councilman, but he also worked for Thrasher Magazine, skateboarding magazine. Mm. So he's kind of the music-y world, like he'd known Duff since um, before his Guns N' Roses days even, you know, when he's a punk or kid break, trying to break through, you know. Yeah. And um, then he knew me and my family for a really long time, too. So one time, I don't know, um, one time... Because we're friends. He's like a brother to me. He's a really cool guy. And um, he uh, called me and he's like, hey, well, I've got to go because I'm going to interview Doss McKagan because he's in this new band called the Neurotic Outsiders. It was a really cool band. It was like uh, John Taylor from Duran Duran and um, Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols and, and Matt Storm from Guns N' Roses, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, he's like, I'm going to go interview him and and I go, oh, that's so funny because I just literally went down the street and there's this really cool old school vintage bookstore near my house where I'd lived in L.A. Because I just relocated. I was bi-coastal living in New York and L.A. And I was like, oh, my God, I just bought like I bought like 10 books. And one of the 10 books was this killer old GNR book. So I was like, oh, let me help you with the interview. And so I was like flipping through the book and... I was like, oh, his brother plays saxophone. That's so cool. You should ask about that and the musical family. And I go, I was like, oh, he's really cute, actually. And then I was flipping through. I was like, oh, he's married. He's like, Never mind. <laughs> and then I had pictures out in Allure magazine, you know, from modeling and stuff that month. And um, anyway, so then I didn't hear anything and I hung up the phone with Stane. And then next day I know Stane calls me back. And for some reason I picked it up. And he's like, here's Sue's. I'm here with Duff, and he wants to say hi to you. And he's like, he's not married, or whatever. <laughs> and then he put us on the phone together, kind of like, that's, we met, like, basically through a blind date on the telephone. Oh, wow. Chat line. Yeah. And then, like, literally, we gelled. We really clicked. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, weird and um, set up here. He was really genuinely cool, sweet, nice, and he was easy to talk to. And, like, a gentleman. And, I mean, of course, Stane showed him my pictures in Allure. I saw his pictures in the GNR book, so it was kind of like a pseudo-blind date. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but that takes you back. It's good to meet through someone you kind of know, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. Kind of hooked you up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, and also because my sister was like, well, I don't know. He's like a rock guy. I don't know about these rock guys <laughs> for my baby sister. You know what I mean? Like drugs. And yeah. <laughs> You know, total player or something. So he, he, she's like, I don't know, is he cool? And Stane was like, Yeah, I would set my sister up with him. Like, he's a gentleman. He's actually sober. He's a good guy. Like, he's just all about his music. You know, yeah. he's a good dude. So then later on, when Duff was on tour still, he would call me while he's on the road and be like, Hey, what are you doing today? Just like, sweet. And then, like, a couple phone calls later, he's like, I want to take you to dinner. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'll pick you up at whatever time. And, again, he's like Mr. Guns N' Roses rock guy. And I <laughs> dated some really crazy guys before. <laughs> you know, really bad. 
So I was very scared. I didn't want him to know where I lived. Oh, so yeah. I ended up picking him up from the airport, from the Burbank airport. Because <laughs> I was like, that way, if something, if he's super drug addict, weirdo player guy, then he won't know where I live. Yeah. You can, you can <laughs> say, I'll be right back. Great guy, it. gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a funny, funny. story. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he was on his uh, best behavior. He got left Yeah, somewhere. right? <laughs> I know. No, he's a sweetie pie. I don't know. No, he's a good dude. He's a... Uh, he puts up with me. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> How do your parents... Uh, were they okay with the... the uh, that rock thing the again? Rock, yeah. yeah, the rock star coming into the yeah. family. Well, like I said, that's not really their background <laughs> probably the most polar opposite but um but i mean a lot of people don't maybe realize with duff you know he's very well read he reads a lot and um he went back to school and got his you know he didn't even graduate yeah. high school and then after guns and roses ended he went back to college and got his degree you know was on the yeah. dean's list got a 4.0 you know, he's always got that thirst for knowledge. So even though on the front, a lot of people know him as like the rock guy, but behind the scenes, he's just kind of a normal guy who always has that thirst for knowledge. I think because he was so messed up for so many years that he feels like he's trying to play catch up yeah. in life with like, I mean, there's like so many movies he didn't get to see to like books he missed to like life. He's, he's like, being an alcoholic and drug addict was a full-time job for like 20 years, you know? Yeah. He missed a lot of life, yeah. A lot of people that are successful, they always do come back around and do a lot of things that they didn't have to do, but they just want to, they got that drive and, and uh, you know, they just want that accomplishment. And, and that's cool yeah. that he went back and got his degree and everything, even though, you know, yeah. I'm sure he didn't need to. It's just something that he wanted to do. So that's a, that's a cool story in itself there. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a pretty inspiring guy, I think, yeah. And then I uh, I see uh, he has a book out right now too, right? It, uh, it's so easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you help with that at that all? Was or is that was his first book. It's okay. called It's So Easy and Otherwise. Now his next book's coming out, and that one's coming out on May twenty eighth. And uh -oh. he's going to do some book signings again. Um, I know he's playing with his band Kings of Chaos, which is kind of like an all star compilation band. Um, it mixes up. Um, like the last time we went out with Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith, Robin Zander of Cheap Trick, Billy Gibbons, um, who else? Uh, Matt Sorum on drums, Nuno Betancourt oh, yeah. on guitar. Well, I hope they bring that uh, to Nashville so we get to see it. That'd be cool. I know, right? You have to put in I a mean, special request awesome. for well, us. Well, I'm trying to work on a special thing and um, have it tour a little bit so it's still kind of top secret so uh, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll call you back when it comes out so yeah have you helped me out with some press on it yeah cool, cool. so his new books come <laughs> I out i really like nashville a lot it's such a beautiful city really such a cool place yeah nashville's awesome you say his are you new from there or oh, no i'm actually from illinois but i've been here for man 20 almost 30 years so pretty much i'm from tennessee yeah yeah I love That's it here. Nice. How's the weather there now? Is it is it pretty good? Or? Oh yeah, it's nice, nice and sunny and sixty yeah. degrees right now. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, my friend Nikki lives there. Nikki Taylor, the model. Oh okay. <laughs> so whenever I go back there, I hang out with her and her kids, and we like go to Whole Foods, <laughs> 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 do normal stuff, but yeah. you know, go to church, 
go to her kids' school. Are you um, writing a Are you writing a lot of the songs for the new band, Dustin? Oh, I wish I could take credit for that. That'd be pretty badass. Um, no, but I am writing. That's a good one. I'm writing oh, cool. for the Huffington Post. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I've been writing with them for I don't know about three years, and um, uh, I really enjoy that. It's a, it's a really kick-ass um, creative outlet for me. I can cover anything I want, from you know fashion and style to um, celebrity and interviews and music and technology. I know. I actually had the front page of technology like a couple weeks ago. Imagine that <laughs> with our intro. <laughs> kind of funny, right? And you see, awesome. anything can happen if you put your mind to it. That's right. We, we held out. We didn't give up. So now yeah, it's going. Yeah, that's right. Perseverance. Be tenacious. <laughs> uh, so what What about your, uh, I saw you did the Married to Rock show. How was that? Oh, yeah. That was a hit. I mean, there were some pros and there were some cons. Let's just put it that way. Um, it was a different vision than um, what I, how I would have kind of um, put it out to the universe. But is uh-huh. that always the way? Because yeah. <laughs> um, initially I'd gone out and pitched a scripted show called mm-hmm. Mar- Rock Wives or something like that. And... Um, I actually got picked up, and you're so lucky. And producers, and you know, CAA, and agents, and managers, and point guard, and the whole thing. But then the writer strike happened, (laughs) so then basically reality shows. It's much cheaper to produce and put out, and people want that kind of, you know, non-polished. Yeah. Ooh, I'm hanging out in their house look, you know. <laughs> so we're not big reality show fans, to be honest. I like to watch them, but, I mean, Duff, is, that's just not his yeah. style or vibe, I guess, you know. Yeah, so no more of that in the future, probably. Huh? I know, and it's funny because I get asked, I've been asked twice to be a Real Housewives, you know, Beverly Hills oh, yeah. person, you know. I've been asked to go on other shows on E!, you know, and it's really flattering and that's cool. And I get it because like, that's just the world we live in now and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And it's a great platform to show off your, your business. But, um, I always put my family first, you know, and like, what would I have if I didn't have, you know, yeah. I don't want to rock the boat with, <laughs> with tough or the kids or like, um, you know, and I have friends that are on all the shows, so I, I love watching them. And they're fun. It's my guilty pleasure. But, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it is, it is really hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool that you got to do it. I mean, bucket list, done, you know, got to yep. get it. Get I, you know, right. I had some fun on there for sure, you know. Awesome. I got treated like a princess. <laughs> they really <laughs> took good care of me, you know, whatever we wanted, we, you know, they... They they um they really made sure we enjoyed doing it. Yeah, yeah you know, and cool. we had full editing rights, so a lot of stuff ended up on the cutting room floor with Duff and I because Duff ixnated it. He wouldn't allow it, you know. So if you watch the show, like it's out there still. If you watch it, you'll see, you know, because Duff's like cool. If you want to show off us doing charity stuff or like music, like. You know, me at a gig or Susan doing her swimwear, cool. But like yeah. to try and drum up 
drama that's not really yeah. there. He wasn't really down with that. <laughs> yeah. <I'll> be... <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I don't know. Well, that's cool, you guys. I see you guys do a lot of charity work. I saw your ad for the PETA uh, furs. Right. So that was, that was sharp. Yeah, that, that was, nice was fun. They're, yeah. they're a great uh, company. We also like the Humane Society for Animals is really stellar. Oh, yeah. Things. They're amazing. Yeah, we got our dog from the Humane Society. Oh, did you? It's a Aww. horrible dog. But, Sweet. Yeah. Did you, um, what kind of dogs did you, are they mutts or are they? Like... Uh, yeah, it's a mutt, yeah. They're the best. They're yeah. sweet. Yeah, it gets on my nerves, but it's a it's a good dog. Yeah, because well, the lady that we used to work with from PETA actually changed to he, the Humane Society. So she was telling me, you know, some ins and outs. They're both good, but, you know, she really especially loves the Humane Society even more now. So you and Duff aren't vegetarians, are you? No. no. He, it was for ink, not me. Cause, yeah, I saw you that. You know, we both yeah. wear a lot of leather. <laughs> Duff's like, I can't, I'm not going to fake pose, for, yeah. you know, because he wears leather and I do too. But it was more for fur. Sure, yeah. I that mean, was, it was a good looking spot. I we're saw we're last definitely night. meaty. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Eat a lot of chicken, a lot of fish. I mean, occasionally a good steak. I mean, I get anemic if I don't eat steak. So yeah, my doctor's orders are you go home, eat yourself big, fat, juicy steak. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. I saw that PETA thing and I was like, <clears throat> I saw it was for the fur, but I was like, I wonder if they're vegetarians. You got, you both of you guys seem like you're a uh, uh, real good shape, you know, physically, and I eat a lot of meat, and I'm kind of overweight, so I don't know if you're uh-huh. a vegetarian or not. Well, no, actually, you know, because it's protein, it keeps, it's good to have that balance of protein, because a lot of, um, actually, a lot of my vegetarian friends, they end up eating a lot of carbs and starches, and they're like, I don't get it, I'm so healthy, and I'm like, yeah, you're healthy, but, like, you're not getting enough protein in your diet, yeah. so sometimes it's not... I mean, I guess they can obviously get it in other ways, but yeah, right. It's tricky. It's a slippery slope, <laughs> right? We got a What's thing. Your favorite uh, restaurants in uh, Nashville? Where do you like to go? Oh man, for steak. Like, what's the go-to jam there? Uh, well, they got this um, Brazilian place they opened up in Nashville. Mm. We went to, but man, I way over ate there. I'm probably never going back there again. <laughs> it really? was really good. Um, <clears throat> You know, then we got the Ruth Chris. That's pretty popular here. Oh, yeah. That's always good. We have those here, too. Yeah, they're always good. Like, can't go wrong with that one. That's a really nice one. That's a good for a special occasion. Yeah. We got a place that's pretty close to my house. It's uh, not anything fancy, fancy, but it's Texas Roadhouse. And, and I'm yeah. uh, it's close. Long Island teas are good. So that's kind of where I steer to usually. It's close to my house. The food's always good. Drinks are good. Yeah, nice people. We got a thing we do here called the hustling round where we just ask you some questions and you just kind of oh, okay. say what pops in your head. You want to do that with us? Yeah. All right, great. If you're elected president tomorrow, what's the first thing you would do? Okay, that's a very broad question, but like <laughs> immediately I would probably get on the horn and figure out how to help all those poor kids and families in Nepal today with that earthquake. Oh, yeah, right. That yeah. was so tragic. We have a good buddy um, who works with the Heroes Project. He's over there right now. Because he's climbing Everest for the Heroes Project, he brings wounded veterans up there, and they hike it every year. Oh, cool! So we were scared when we saw the the news, like, oh God, you know? Yeah. We didn't know if he's all right, but thank God he's okay. But that just feel awful for right, what is it like? The death toll is like nineteen hundred people right now. So yeah, man, it's been crazy. It's terrible! I felt awful. So I would just like get on the horn and try and figure out how to best. I think it's a Mercy Court is the company that's 
really doing a lot of good over there right this second today, I know. All right, man, that's a good answer. All right. What about your favorite vacation spot? Well, I'm really blessed because I've been able to travel a lot from all my modeling and with us and stuff. So it changes, but my I'd say my go-to awesome jams all is Hawaii. I love Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Like, in fact, that's like our plan one day. We're going to live Hawaii and Seattle. Nashville gets uh, compared to Hawaii quite a bit. So. Does it really? <laughs> no. Cool. I like Na- Like, I could move to Nashville. And, in fact, it's funny because once upon a time, Duff and I were... He had a contract with them on Writer's Row for a oh, year yeah, or two. Yeah. So he was going down there all the time and writing with Jeffrey Steele and different guys. And he do shows with like intimate shows like Big and Rich and um, oh, yeah. well, and um, Hank Williams. Uh, what's her name? Their daughter. I met her and hung out with her one night. She's cool. Holly Williams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know Bobby a little bit. Kid Rock a little, you know. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool. There. They're nice. I yeah. like it because it reminds me of the Midwest because everyone's like genuinely nice. It's not like they're doing that for an angle. It's cool. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, I like the South, that vibe, like the hospitality and like kindness and like it's just really nice. And the weather I dig. Yeah. Like well, I like yeah. a hot summer. Like you guys get like a we nice. We definitely have that. You know, because Seattle is hot, but it's that. Um, never gets humid and I like a tiny bit of humidity at night you go bike ride and stuff it's really cool yeah how about Um, I'd say Hawaii because okay I don't know I like beach and I'm a girl I like beach tropical (laughs) surfing bathing you know bikinis I like to go hiking I like the food there it's good energy yeah. Yeah, my wife's wanting to go. One of these days, I got to take. You got to get her there. Yeah. You guys love it. Yeah. I hate flying, but I know it's not so fun, and you kind of got to fly. <laughs> I guess you could take a boat there, right? But I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. What about Cabo? Is cool. Um, I go to Cabo a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. You could like come do a road trip and then just drive down to Baja or something. It's pretty rad. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Kind of similar vibe. What about Duff beer, Bush beer? Oh. Duff's beer, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best beer, right? <laughs> Fox News or CNN? I like both because um, I was a Fox News correspondent in San Diego. You know, I did the regular styling segments every week. And I like the um, broadcasters down there. And in Seattle, they have a really nice team, too. But then CNN, I got to admit, actually... I've been watching BBC also, okay. All right. <laughs> to be honest. Can I throw it for a loop? Yeah, a little? yeah you can say whatever you want. Yeah, that's good. Uh, because I like to get, and I read my Yahoo News, so I do four. Because right. I don't like to get biased from any, I mean, everyone's right and everyone's wrong. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. like to get my own news filter going, I guess. You gotta start yeah. listening to the straight hustling news. We're gonna start doing a news segment. Oh, really? No. See, that's good. <laughs> Smart. You gotta mix it up. Yeah. How about your favorite Kardashian? I would have to say I don't really I don't watch the show. The only way I even know anything about the show, to be honest, because my youngest one, May, is fourteen. That's right up her alley, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and my one of my good friends is the makeup artist to Kim and Chris Jenner. And I love her. Her name's Joyce Benelli. So because she's wicked cool, I can't help but not think they must be kind of cool, too, yeah. of course. You know what I mean? By association. 
and she's a really talented, hardworking makeup artist. So, um, I'd have to say Bruce. Well, he's pretty cool too. <laughs> it's hard. Um, but I like Chloe because she doesn't care. People, like she's just, what's the word? She's funny. Yeah. I like yeah. her sense of humor. Yeah. I hate when everyone she takes herself too seriously. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, hey, can we just lighten it up a little here? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're just, I mean, not to be mean, but like your reality show famous. <laughs> you know, it's not like you're, you know, Einstein over here. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Humor always wins for me. Yeah. All right. How about if you have, if you're going to star in a motion picture and you got to pick uh, one person to co-star, do you have any idea who that'd be? Oh, wait. Okay, wait, sorry. Can you, my dog is snoring so loud. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to star in a motion picture, yeah. and you got to pick any other celebrity to be in the picture with you in the movie, who would you pick? Um. Oh, my God. Male or female? Yeah, either one. Female, I would say, duh, Meryl Streep. She's a badass. Yeah, yeah all right. I mean, I love her. She's so insanely amazing and just kills it. I mean, you've made it there and you're starring next to her. Like, you've done something right, obviously. Right, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then male, obviously Brad Pitt. He's oh, like, okay. yeah. Probably my husband would say the same. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We get Brad Pitt a lot. That's funny. Do you? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. What about your uh, last movie you watched? Okay. That's a good question. Is it a children's um, movie? Because I interview people, too. I, I like oh, hearing okay. your side of the thing. Oh, well... We're watching the Sinatra thing on HBO. It's um, a two-part movie. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I love it. I love Old Blue Eyes that much more. I think it's really <laughs> well done. And Duff and I have to watch part two. We'll probably watch it tonight. All right, cool. Have you seen it? No, if not, I haven't you seen check it. it out. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it tells, I don't know. It's just well done, I think. All right. Can your next... Bikini you design, can you name it straight hustling? Um, I will try to do that. <laughs> um, I will try and do that. I mean, that'd be kind of a cool idea, right? Yeah. yeah. We'd like okay. it. All right. What well, what sort of silhouettes and colors do y'all like? <laughs> uh, we like pretty much the see through stuff, no color. Okay, got it. So like a nice lace number or yeah, something, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would that would be effective though, right? Yeah. I think it should be guitar pigs. She already did the guitar pigs. Yeah, but that's, okay. That's an all right. Well, right I have there. I have it all ready to make another one. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got one more question for you. What's your favorite Nashville podcast? Street hustling, duh. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Just put no doubt. Straight hashtag straight hustling or something, right? <laughs> One last thing I want to ask you is kind of, uh, so you said Duff has a book coming out. You got anything coming right now that's uh, going? Prim- yeah, promoting? well, I'm, like I said, I'm writing for the Huffington Post. And also my newest one as of uh, just a couple weeks ago, I'm now writing for this other company called Pop Wrapped, P-O-P-W-R-A-P-P-E-D. And it's sort of like a fandom um, site that covers, you know, music, celebrity, fashion, television. And um, so I get to sit down and interview some of some of um, pretty amazing people. So be on the lookout for that, too. All right, cool. I just interviewed one of my good girlfriends, Brandy Glanville, um, who's, she was on The Celebrity Apprentice, you know, with Donald Trump. Oh, and yeah. Now she's 
you know, she's around the housewives and she has books out and stuff. But I've known Brandy, you know, from our modeling, your and before she was married, four kids. So I know the real Brandy, and yeah, she's she's truly unfiltered. But you know, she gets portrayed on the show a little another way. So I try yeah. and give it a little like personal insight. So it's fun. I like to. Like you, it's fun. It's engaging speaking to other people and interviewing them. It's a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy it. talking to people that we'd probably never come across in our daily lives and, and kind of finding what find out what they're doing, what they like to do. It's a good time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, tell Brandy to come on Straight Hustling. Okay, I'll tell her. <laughs> yeah, she's got a lot to talk about because she's got a new wine. I'm going to her wine launch on uh, oh, nice. May 30th, Unfiltered Blonde, <laughs> it's called. And uh, she has... Her second book just came out. I know her first one was New York Times bestseller. And then Celeb Apprentice and Housewives and stuff. I can, uh, you should write her on Twitter too, because she really pays attention on there. Okay. I also cool. see it. You should say, hey, I just interviewed uh, Susan. We'd love to yeah, interview definitely. you, promote an unfiltered blonde, because she's really ramping up to promote the wine, the unfiltered blonde right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do that. Well, man, I want to thank you so much for uh, taking thank your time you. out. I can hear your dog snoring. That's kind of fun. Yeah, can you hear her? <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll put her up. To the... <laughs> That's twirl. <We> got... <laughs> She's a little pug. We got two interviews in one there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, I'm sorry about all that oh, no, stuff in the beginning. Yeah, that's the way it goes but it worked sometimes. out. Yeah. And it was really nice to meet you on the phone. Thank you for thinking of me. Little old me. Yeah. Oh, man. He did <laughs> a great story. Tell Duff we're going to come get him next. Okay, yeah, I will, for sure. He'd love to. No All problem. Right. Thank you for everything, okay. and I'll let you know when we put this out. And, uh, can, can yeah, we... tweet it out, and I'll retweet it and have Duff retweet it, of course, okay. too. He has a lot of followers. So. All right. Thank you so much again for your time. Uh, great time talking to you, and can't thank you enough. All right. Have Thanks. a good time. Be that sure. wine Keep in touch. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. That's the show. Susan Holmes McKagan right here on Straight Hustling. Will she name her next swimsuit the Straight Hustling Edition? We all hope so. So hope you enjoyed the show. Go to our website. Check out our site, www.str8hustlin. Check us out on Twitter. Like our Facebook. Hit us up on all social media. Keep listening. we got a lot of cool stuff coming. We're out. We're going to enjoy this day. Take it easy. If you ain't hustling, you ain't living. We're out.